The NFL playoffs are going on, so we're going to take a minute down memory lane and review all postseasons and figure out which one we like the best. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with Mr. Brown, Canadian Boogie, Mongo. Mongo, you feeling all right tonight? I'm feeling fantastic. What's got a hold of uh, a Tennessee honey? <laughs> that's uh, that's not honey. <laughs> mm. uh, Mr. Brown, you just got out of the operating I'm sorry. room. Are you okay? I'm sorry. Oh, wait. He's wait, not done. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. There's it, more. Wait. Wait. Who was wearing the shoes? No, it was called American honey. American honey, not Tennessee. Okay. Is it? Is there a difference? Does Tennessee have better honey than America? Well, Tennessee is in America. Exactly. But so technically, he... Tennessee honey is American honey. Okay. Let's go with that. <laughs> now, a nice moment of silence here for our recovering Mr. Brown. You, you went uh, under the knife. Yeah, shortly. Uh, got cut on. I'm hurting from my top of my head down to my neck. But... Is, that, is that why you've been letting the hair grow out so much? No. Because I can't tell. No, I mean, it's there. Believe me, I can feel it. Can you feel like your pulse in it? Yes. Oh, that's it hurts. That's the worst. Um, but, yeah, I'm hurting from my top of my head down to my neck. But uh, three different procedures, and we're here. Let's roll. So, I know we, we have the little pre-roll I did, and we're talking about playoff formats. Because, you know, we, we two playoffs. Years, playoffs. We're two years in, like, the super wild card, and there's all kinds of craziness going on, and it's, you know, coincided with the – expanded uh season you got the 18th week but before we get into that biggie you're a degenerate gambler how have you done the past uh week or two have you, you made any money i know mongo was our pick king what, where did he finish at ranked overall to 15th 17th. 15th in the country well i'm up to 15th are you still betting the spread or are you just doing pickums in the playoffs? i'm doing both he's a dangerous man top two Top 15 is pretty impressive. When you think of anything like college basketball or football-wise, if you're top 25, you're a somebody. Brad, you're a somebody. I'd There's like thousands of people that do this. Mongo is number 15. That That is impressive. But I might have something that's more impressive. I think you might. You, all right. So what's, Biggie, want, what's the most you've ever won gambling on, on sports? Like on a single bet? Single yeah, bet. Single bet. $1,296. <laughs> How many cents? Mr. Brown? It was an even. How much has I ever won on a bet? Well, single bet. $600. It's when I bet LSU was going to beat Alabama when Joe Burrow was there. Nice. Mm, they were the favorite, too, weren't they? Alabama was the favorite. How in the hell is that possible? That was like they the were. best offensive team in college history. Yeah. LSU was the underdog, and I bet them straight up, and I won $600. Did you say go Tigers? Uh, I put it back into uh, DraftKings and lost it the next weekend. Did you say oh. like? <laughs> did you say like Ed Orgeron? You go go Tigers. Easy to make this money. Go I'll double it next weekend. Have yeah. you have you seen Ed O without his shirt on now? He is ripped. Isn't he like on some spam commercial that you get on social media where he's like hanging out with the honeys on the beach and he's he doesn't quite have a six pack. He looks like Hulk Hogan, like. NWO Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he got that same bar, the same tan, <laughs> same, tan. Uh, same tan, big packs. Big biceps, you know, it's not like he rocking the six-pack, but he's still cut for like a 50-year-old, 60-year-old man. He's old man tough, right? Yeah, I mean, but that's what it is. He looks like well-polished leather. He'd whip all of our asses. Absolutely. 
Lots of mink oil on that bitch. Mink oil? <laughs> the hell is mink oil used for? That's what you poly- That's what you put on leather to condition it. I apparently do not own enough leather uh, things. I'm no. sure Hogan and uh, Ed know what you're talking about. So uh, I have this question for you just before you, you guys move on for the three of you. It's just a yes, no. Oh, I have a big reveal coming, so go ahead. The one game I did make good money on last weekend was uh, I secretly bet the shit out of the Packers to straight up beat the... The Cowboys, yeah, but not on our show. No, okay, he didn't have Uh, that confidence. Yeah, exactly. No, Sunday (laughs) rolled around. I was looking at it, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna roll Jordan Love because the Packers have hit their third straight Hall of Fame quarterback. Really? Are you predict? Are you saying that on the show now? Is like this is going to the second half of the season? He was lights out. If you look at Jordan Love's numbers overall, he is a stud. He's top ten quarterback. He has quietly put up a great uh, resume this year. Will it will it continue though with his sophomore slump? We got to see. Well, is it a sophomore slump when it's like year four? It is because it's sophomore playing time. That's that's well. My my question for you guys is: you know the Packers, Favre to Rodgers, Rodgers sat turned out to be the guy. Is this a flash in the pan here, second half of the season, or is Jordan Love the Packers quarterback for the next 10 years? Like, do they know how to pick quarterbacks like nobody else does? I, I think they have a tried and true formula because even Favre wasn't like thrown in as a rookie. You know, he was, uh, he was playing first. behind. Uh, he was, was it Peterson? They, well, he, they traded for him. He was drafted by the Atlanta Falcons, and he was playing behind uh, the Magic Man. What was his name? The Magikowski? Magic yeah, Magikowski. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, later we've got Mark McGraw, the 15th Covent cousin second removed coming up who who pointed out who pointed out that he had 32 touchdowns this year nice he said he was top 12 yeah yeah i don't know about all that but hey you know what you, you guys can uh, i discuss. feel like given uh the circumstances where he was tutored under aaron Rodgers and the track record that green bay has he's definitely bought himself a few years here unless it completely falls off the wheel but i don't see it happening i mean but i'm not saying hall of fame yet but they got a franchise quarterback, it looks like, whether it's Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> true, true. He could be Derek Carr, who's <laughs> what still level a pro of franchise. Yeah. I mean, they, both like, technically are right. one. He's better than a backup. Let's see what, if he's an all-star or just a serviceable quarterback. I, I, I got you there. Definitely better than David Carr. Mm, yeah. I, I don't know if that's fair. David Carr got such a bad rap. Yeah. He got sacked 72 times in his rookie season with the Texans. It completely ruined his career. Like that guy is, is having nightmares. Yeah. Uh, still to this day, he's probably got PTSD for like we we give the Texans crap all the time about like not having a lot of fans and whatnot, or at least not a national audience. Hell, they didn't have an offensive line for the first three years they were a franchise. You know they didn't, and he got sacked seventy two times. Well, you know what they were able to do in the first game they ever played? Beat the Cowboys. They did. I remember that. Uh, Tony Baselli. Cowboys been a disappointment. Tony Baselli was their first overall pick in the expansion draft. But he didn't when, play. He just no, retired. Tony Baselli was for the Jags. <laughs> he knew that was the Jags, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, Tony Baselli for the Jags. Tony Baselli. Texans. Yeah. He was the left tackle for the Jags during the nineties, and then when they had the you expansion the Texans? draft, Texans. Because you can only protect so he many never players. Ah. He never played. All right. So. I mean, look at the Texans, though. Like, why did they even draft a franchise quarterback knowing what that line was? I mean, the Browns did the same thing with Tim yeah. Couch back then. And the Bengals with Burrow. I mean, you just hope. But at least the Bengals had, well, no, they didn't really have a line. I mean, but at that time, you were like, I hate this pick because we have nobody to protect him. Well, and you know what's pissing me off is, like, people were left and right are coming up to me and saying, like, is Joe Burrow, you know, injury prone? Is it time to move on? I'm like, man, I, I don't think that's 
that's fair. I, I mean, the upside's so big. And just get him a girlfriend to wear a onesie, a white onesie, and then uh, he's good to go. Dude, Jack Browning's back in the game. Speaking of which, have you tracked? You shared it in our mm. uh, group chat. Where she went from me, that day to now, as far as followers, because she has had to have tripled or quadrupled. Do you remember what her name is? I, so when I looked at it, she had fourteen thousand followers. Yep. I just know she's a Cincinnati weather girl. Ooh. Is that what she is? She is. A, she's a weather girl. So mm. she's a real smoke show. Did she pass Brittany Mahomes in followers? That's no what way. I'd like to know. All right, here her name is no. There's no way. Uh, man, I'm surprised. Only fifty six thousand. Wouldn't you think it'd be over a hundred k? Yeah. I mean, you look at these pictures, but she doesn't. I mean, hell, the beer chugging group grew faster than that <laughs> during did. COVID. I mean, I mean, how's that not a hundred thousand followers? Oh, I agree. I mean, it's it, what a, it's isn't it funny how hot girls get hate by other women? You know, because she's wearing the ski outfit. And look, she knows what she's got. Like, two things can be true. She knew she looked good when she wore that. But it's also a winter outfit. You know what I mean? But, man, everybody wants to hate on that. You never wear white after Labor Day. It's it's, it's January. It's before Labor Day. But is it before or after? When (laughs) is the cutoff? That's true. (laughs) Figure that one out. Valentine's Day. All right, all right. I got to go back to this whole thing I want to talk about. Because somebody we know, and we're not going to mention the name on air, out of respect for privacy... But I'm distracted by your dog, Mr. Brown. What is uh, Marley doing here? Marley's trying to get on our computer. And no. Do we need to give Marley a microphone? Is that what's wrong? Maybe. He's been locked up all day. He's just trying to venture out. That's I all. think Marley's Marley just perching on my shoulder like a kitty. Uh, <laughs> she's making sweet. He's making sweet love in the Canadian big. He keeps calling your dog a girl. Oh, oh, no. Does that piss you off? No, it's kind of like our show today with uh, Nitz kids. So I felt bad for him. <laughs> That was messed up. Yeah. So we do have an awesome uh, lion segment uh, for an episode that's going to drop later this week. We'll you guys I immediately out. caught on, but our guest did not. Uh, <laughs> I was just trying to I was trying to act like it didn't happen. I didn't know how to control the situation. It's 2024, and when you misgender people, bad things happen. Exactly. Uh, it's We used to be a proper country. Hmm. Anyway, so Biggie, the most you ever won was $1,200 on gambling? $1,296. $1,296.18 or whatever you said. So I'm going to say some team names. This is all college basketball. Have you have you bet on? Wait, no, Marley. Damn it! It's still going. It's still. What going. does the computer say? It uh, says Marley just jumped on the keyboard. Put him on the ground. With your last action. <laughs> what we got to do? Problem with your last action hero. Yeah, that was because the dog tried to be the uh, audio engineer there. It's still rolling. Good it's thing the dog only weighs like three pounds. Yeah, that, that helps a lot. You just want to be part of the show. See, here's the thing. Dad, if you trim my eye hairs, I could see where I'm going. He knew exactly where he was going. Yeah, he was going where he wanted to. He was coming over here to this right glass with the damn table. American honey. He's going for that honey. <laughs> the only thing that looks better than... Canadian Biggie is that soundboard? <laughs> what did, uh, wait, what did, uh, uh, what did Gary Busey say? I do say? use, uh, <laughs> honey. I use, do use, yes, uh, exactly. Doctor Squatch soap. So, just saying, I smell good too. All right, Biggie, you ever bet on Western Carolina or Mercer or CSU Northridge or Southern University or Lipscomb or UC Davis? How about? I've bet on every one of those teams you mm. just named, except How, for Lipscomb. Drexel, what about St. Thomas? I didn't even know they were a major college basketball program. Well, they're not a major college. Well, they're on they're draft. Now open, they're now but on you draft. Can't bet on them. California Baptist. No, I know you've bet on Grand Canyon. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, how about the Grand Canyon? You were enrollment of thirty-three thousand. Dan Marley was their first head coach. What the hell are the San Diego Tritons? That one I've not bet on. 
they they played Cal Poly for what it's worth. So this is a um, this it's an is interesting a, bet slip. Th- yeah, it's a very interesting bet slip. But what if I told you that uh, I, I you gotta I, be you gotta be more Morpheus? Can, can I? What if I what told if I you? Told you that there's more to the story. What if I told you that someone who's in this room right now, their their relative, might have thrown a hundred bucks on a twenty five leg parlay and hit every single leg of this parlay and turned a hundred dollars into two hundred and twenty six thousand dollars. I'd say that's one hell of a story. You tell the grandkids about that one. And I would also say I'm not a Morpheus guy. I'm a Paul Harvey. And now for the rest. <laughs> now, you know, the rest. Well, anyway, um, yeah, that happened this weekend. Who did that? Mongo's uh, relative that was in town. A relative. This secret relative? Uh, no, relative. we're just trying to you know be polite and not reveal who just won a quarter million dollars by playing FanDuel on random college basketball games because in their state they can't do it, but because they're in West Virginia, why the hell not? Yeah. All I know is that no one has league dues this year. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, like a quarter million dollars. He turned $100 into a quarter million. I don't see how that's possible. His wife was very angry with him because he he kept talking about it while she was trying to sleep until like, Three in the morning. Like, how could you sleep? You just won a quarter million dollars. Well, you wouldn't be able to. Well, the thing about it, too, is that it, it's anytime you do, even if you're betting favorites, by the time you get to the seventh, when you go from six to seven, that's a magic number. It does something for the multiplier. So, like, I've done 12-leg parlays where 10 bucks becomes 347, and you're betting, you're not betting any dogs. Like, the further you get into it, even betting favorites – it, it helps, right? Yeah. Because the probability, but a twenty-five leg parlay, like I don't That's know what the odds that you of would that see are. online, like Sports Center would show. That would that. be an article you'd find. Yeah, like what? I didn't know Is they it could like do the Powerball. I mean, it can't be. It can't be an easy odds. No, uh, DraftKings is that the furthest you can go is twenty legs with DraftKings. So that's why he was using FanDuel. FanDuel is much better than DraftKings. Just saying. Uh, Biggie, right. while we're at it, if we have a problem with gambling, who do we call? <laughs> 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-GAMBLER.net. I don't think we're calling that number. I think, uh, I think I'm think i switching off DraftKings and going to FanDuel if yeah. that's the odds I'm getting. I'm going to gamble. <laughs> uh, so if, uh, if a friend of yours does that, are you happy for him or are you jealous and pissed? Yes. Well, <laughs> it depends which friend it is. If it's one of my fellow degenerate gamblers where we share our bad beats, I'm very happy for him because he wasn't a quitter. He stayed the course. If it's a newbie, like somebody just turned 18 and bought a Powerball ticket and they won it, I'm like, that's kind of how this feels. With you. Or if it's a matter of the rich get richer. Yeah. Isn't no that how it no, works? No one likes that. Where's I my cut of it? I wouldn't put $100 on a 25-leg parlay. I might put $100 on a five-game. Yeah. You know, but I'm not doing I feel like it's just burning money. Yeah. I'm sure if your go, wife had that money to give, Chad, you'd spend her money. Maybe. You well, go to the root of it. If you've got $100 to throw on a 25-leg parlay, you probably didn't need to win it. The first thing I did was, because uh, I got to see it in the app, and I before I even looked at anything else, I started scrolling up to seeing if this was a problem because I'm like, what type of person bets on a 25 leg college basketball parlay on those teams I just mentioned. And then the second question was, so you just randomly picked these and he assured me, no, I did research and I called bullshit. There's no way you did research on the San Diego Tritons. 
actually, if you want to, you can go into a couple different uh, handicapping websites and uh, they will give you picks. You can actually pay for picks, too. I feel like I that's a scam. I feel like I every, every time you see, like, in FanDuel or DraftKings, you know, it's like, hey, we're running these special parlays. Don't like, do those. No, they're they're doomed. Like, they know they're not going to pay out. They already know what's going to happen. Now, there's guys out there that say that they use AI for predictive betting and you can buy their service and all that kind of stuff. I'm not into any of that because at the end of the day, it's people out there playing. But if you pay attention, follow some trends, you can have a a well educated guess. You don't you don't want to follow AI because you feel like it's going to kill us all. Dude, yeah. I've told you this before. <laughs> Why don't we learn from movies? Like Terminator did this thirty years, almost forty years ago. Is our we're, fu- we're is about our future to activate more, Skynet? Is it more Terminator Two or is it more Matrix? Oof. No, Terminator Two. Because that cop seemed like he meant well, yeah. and he didn't. They, they're not going to need us. Yeah. Did you know uh, <laughs> Daenerys Targaryen, she's in one of the Terminator movies? Uh, how many Terminator movies are there? Like six? I think there's five with Arnold. Five with Arnold. Yeah. What about the one with Christian Bell when he was like cussing at everybody and being a dick to everybody on set? Listen to me. Isn't he always years. like that? He is a crazy person. I saw this meme. It's the greatest thing I ever saw. It's like if you're trying to go out with a girl and she wants to know what you look like, you tell her you look like Christian Bale. You just don't tell her which Christian Bale. Because mm. you got Batman Christian Bale. You got Dick Cheney Christian Bale. You got anorexic Christian Bale. He is a man of many hats and looks and apparently sex appeal. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Sorry. I got way off track. What's but- your favorite version of Christian Bale, Biggie? Oh. Which one arouses you the most? Mm. I'm Batman. <laughs> you like you like the Batman one. Where is he? I'm not wearing hockey pants. I'm going spurlunking in the Alps. <laughs> spurlunking in spur-lunking. the Alps. That's not exactly what that is, but we'll, we'll ride it out anyway. <laughs> All right, main main topic tonight is the the which sport has the best playoff scenario or the best format so the, the big change over the past couple of years is you know the nfl's expanded the season they've added the wild card now you only have one team that gets a bye and you know we're bringing that up because this time of year it's january playoffs are in full swing and you know we have a lot of conversation about baseball playoffs and how that's kind of been tweaked and changed over the year and i feel like baseball's in this weird spot where every off season they feel like they got to change something and it's starting to aggravate I mean, Manfred's the master of tinkering. And, like, to me, <clears throat> I think he got this mindset that he's trying to compete with the NFL. But in reality, baseball's never going to compete with the NFL anymore. So you got to compete against yourself, essentially. Like, the fans like the product. Why do you got to keep tinkering with it? Well, here's what I think is that I would like to give you the breakdown on how the NHL changed their playoff format, but. I was I actually trying to look it. that up right now because I know it's weird and I don't yeah. know how it works. So the NHL used to be like the NBA. It was traditional one through eight, and that's how you played it all the way out. Um, they changed it a couple of years ago. Bonehammer knows the ins and outs of it. I don't like it. I think it's real gimmicky. I think the NFL has the best setup because your number one seed doesn't know who they're playing until all the games of that weekend have been played. I, I do like that. that. I, do I like wish that, that the uh, MLB would do that too. Your Does t- NFL have reseeding or not? Well, it's well, not it's- really reseeding, but what it is is the number one seed is guaranteed to play the lowest remaining seed. Yeah, so that's reseeding. Yeah. Okay, so that's reseeding. So that's what the baseball needs to have. Yeah. So instead we really of about that this year, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
you're not necessarily playing Baseball the needs winner to have of a, a season series. to where the Braves don't play the Phillies. <laughs> <laughs> or Whatever just, we need to do to make it just work. Just get rid of the buy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what needs to happen. Yeah. So, I, I, other than football, like buys are kind of pointless, right? Unless it was like a single elimination. Yeah, in football, buy. you take the buy. Right. Baseball, well, you need that uh, repetition for a 162 game season. Football, you need to freaking rest. So, baseball changed their postseason, and I feel like they went a little bit backwards because of how they do it. With the, they don't reseed, so you're not really rewarding your better teams. The NFL changes its postseason, and they one up everybody again. You go from two buys to one, so now to be the best team in your conference is super important. And then they reseed, so that earning that number one seed got you the bye week and the worst team. You should be in your championship game. Based off what you did in the regular season, I think baseball should do that. I'm going to go a little outside of traditional sports. NASCAR killed their sport by going to a playoff format. You're not wrong. I mean, NASCAR. They thought they were too big to fail. They were up and coming. They were rising, and they put in a playoff. And now you're dead. You're (laughs) dead to me. They they did what college football did. They forgot about their regional roots and their rural roots and the communities that kind of support their programs, and they tried to go too broad and too national. And so if you were already elite, it was fine. But like those middle of the road, like they kind of got left behind. And then the playoff thing was so stupid because, I don't know, that's just not what the – sometimes you got to remember tradition in some things. And I think NASCAR was one of those. I couldn't tell you – five NASCAR racers alive today that are currently racing if I had to. But when I was like 25, I feel like I could tell you 15 of them. I agree with that. I feel like there were bumper stickers and everything was out there. The T-shirts. I mean, it's not like that anymore. My favorite was like, I don't like that Jeff Gordon. He's Hollywood. Yeah. Motherfucker's from Indiana. He just wasn't from Georgia. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, you're right. You could name like 10 NASCAR dudes back then. And now it's like, I don't know. I could name one of them. No. If I saw them in a commercial. I wouldn't recognize him. The only one I know is because I, I know some people that are NASCAR fans. I just tell everybody I like Joey Logano because apparently everybody hates him. And that's well, just he's fun. the young guy. Uh, he's a Joe Gibbs guy. Joe Gibbs racing. Mm. He I was. Think, the, I think he just wrecks people. That's why I like him. He I was the kid. Well, they don't kill him like Smoke Tony Stewart. <laughs> he was the kid <laughs> on the tail end of the run, and now he's like in the middle of middle of his career. It is true, though, If 15 years ago, early 2000s, when we were in our early 20s, you could name, uh, you know, uh, a Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon, Dale Hart Jr. Mark Martin. Tony Stewart. Nice Mark Martin drop. Biggie just wanted to name all the Dick ones Trickle. he knew. Dick Trickle. Everybody Dick knew. He drove Trickle. the spam car. Mm-hmm. Uh, why, why would you? Why would I you bet if we sat here for a minute, That's we terrible. could name 10 or 12 between us. But now, Lake I speed. know Julie Logano, and I know... Danica Patrick. Yeah, I mean, she, <laughs> she's still racing, right? Like, yeah. Juan <laughs> Pablo Montoya. Five years. The guy that had the thing in his shop. The, what? They got a, the I, noose. Oh, the, the Bubba Wallace. Black guy. Bubba, Bubba Wallace. Yeah. Bubba Wallace. Yeah. Does that have Jordan racing? Jordan so. racing. Yeah, yeah Jordan yeah, owns he does, uh, his team. What? He does team? racing, but yeah. a lot of his racing is uh, like the crotch rockets. Oh, stuff. okay. Gotcha. Hmm. I, I'm sure there's money in that. Like, who watches that on TV? Do you know anybody who like goes home after work and like turns on the Ocho and watches like super bike racing? Like, who does that? Who's watching that show? I'm not. I'll go to a show if it came to Charleston, like the Civic Center or something. The Moto Cross stuff. It's really cool to see in person, but that's other than that. Who cares? As far as playoff formats, NASCAR killed themselves with theirs. 
Um, how do you feel about college football? Are they helping their case? Are they getting better with their 12-team format? I think in this case, it's definitely helping. If you're going to do it, go do it. I think what they've done for the last 20 years has been stupid. Well, to me, with the transfer portal and the, and the NIL, I feel like that you, you put your 12 teams in, and then like like, and I'm saying wishful thinking, us as WVU fans are looking forward to next year and seeing the weaker conference. Um, but if you would happen to win out based on what we've done this year, you could finish in the top 12. It opens the door. So every franchise, or not franchise, you have a pro. Might as well be now. Yeah, <laughs> and it really is. But like for like the WVUs of the world, if you're getting into that uh, 12-team playoff every five years, it keeps it intriguing for the fans. It keeps you relevant. I think what college football did going from 4 to 12 instead of like an 8, we'll see how it goes, is pretty much the perfect scenario. And to what well, Chad because, said, why quick, did we do – I mean, I'm just saying like there's some programs and some fans that are – like Alabama, and of course I know Saban left, but there are programs that expect to be there every year with the four-team format – and then there are teams that would happy to be there every five years in a 12-team format. So I feel like we're appealing to the masses here. And if you can feel like you can be in the top 15 area, you got a chance. It's going to improve viewership, I think. I think so. Yeah, it's just the same thing they did when they add the wild cards to the professional sports. Now the 10, 12, 13, 14-ranked team uh, at the beginning of November, their fan base is still really super involved because a strong finish means you're getting in the playoff. Well, let's say this. So, like, in years past, you didn't make the fourteen playoff. You make the twelve team playoff. You win a few games, you roll off, and you get into like the finals or the top four. How much is that going to improve your recruiting for the next several years? You're damn right, it puts you on the map because guys want to play under the cameras. Because that whole opt out of the bowl game thing, you're doing that a lot of times if you're playing in the Duke Mayo's bowl. So, like to me, it's like May. one of those like the the uh, UCFs or whoever Boise uh, Boise State, like the teams that have went there. And they never got a chance. Let's say they go to the tournament and they reel off a few wins in the tournament. That could mean everything for that program. Sorry, that's my point. That, and that's kind of what's happened, right? Like, we've seen this before, and you kind of have revisionist history. It's like, man, if we would have had this format back then, what would happen? Or the counterpoint is you lose that magical moment because it doesn't mean as much. Because it, Boise State and Oklahoma will remember it because it wasn't supposed to happen. Right. Like, for years – the little brother schools, your Central Floridas, your Boise States, even to a lesser degree, like your Cincinnati's and ones like that, like they were never getting a seat at the table. No, team. I will never forget Utah. They weren't a Power Five school, coached by Urban Meyer. Yep, upset Alabama in Nick Saban's first year as head coach when when Alabama outperformed their expectations. Second year, second year. Yeah, first year they were like six, six, seven, and six. Oh, they that didn't second, make a bowl the first year. That second year at Alabama, they were great. They only lost one game was the SEC title game. To what you just said, they were supposed to stomp Utah, and they got their dicks kicked in. They did. Nice memory. I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> I think what helps college too is where there's so many teams, the dynamic, different styles, and whatnot. Like that's what makes the playoffs exciting. It's kind of, and I don't want to go down the March Madness rabbit hole yet because I feel like that deserves its own time, but. I, that's what's nice about March Madness is you can have two completely conflicting styles match up multiple times in that bracket. So I'm hoping football gives us that. Well, let's fast forward to this year. There's nothing any of you can say to me that would convince me otherwise that Georgia wouldn't have put up a better game against Michigan than Washington did. 
And they didn't even make the tournament. And that's not taking anything away from Washington. It's they, not. They deserve to be there. I'm just but. saying, I feel like Michigan was number one all year long. They lost to a good Alabama team in a conference championship. They fall or past Georgia, number yeah. four, which shouldn't have happened. And I feel like they had to put up a better, better game against Michigan. Number one for years, not yeah. just yeah, not three just. years, really. Uh, so if you had to change anything about the current format that we're about to go to, would you change anything or you just want to kind of ride this one out? Say we let it ride, man. I like it. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about the 12-team format. The only thing I would like to see if it isn't already in place, and I mean, it'll probably work out this way. We basically have four power conferences left. Yep. If you win your conference, you make the tournament. Automatic bids, right? Which that's I, the only at that thing point, I'd like to see because that's four of your 12. So that that's still not the case now? You can take five SEC teams. I don't know if it's the case It would have not. to be, wouldn't it? It should be, but I, I, I feel like a year where somebody wins the ACC or the Big 12 and they finish nine and four. No, I feel like that they team that wins the conference is going to get in. Okay. I mean, I think they should. I get what you're saying, though, but I feel like with less conferences. No, you're now, right, though, because like the AC, ACC or the – but here's the thing. There's only four Florida's left. so watered down, I feel like there's going to be a team that's going to be like upper echelon. Yeah. Because I feel like eight of the 12 every year right now, I can name eight teams, and they're from the Big Ten. We can probably name 70% of the field next year right now. We can name eight of the 12 right now. You're, you're probably right. And they're they're SEC and Big Big Ten teams. So, that's what I'm saying. If, if Like we were just saying, West Virginia – West Virginia finished the season at 10 and 3. 10 wins is good. They win the Big 12. They win the co- 10 and 3 should get you in. You won the Big 12. We're number 12. Put us in. Not, oh, let's put in this other Missouri who was from, you know, I just. <laughs> the other Missouri. Missouri I mean, did have a good year. Not just Missouri, but the yeah, other Missouri. But like, uh, Missouri. My point is, I'd like to see those, those conferences still get represented, and I hope that they are. Do you want to see the MAC with a seat at the table? If you're an undefeated team, yes. Let's go Toledo. 100%. I'm with you, Biggie. If there is an undefeated group of five team, they they deserve to be there. But if they're undefeated, wouldn't they be ranked in the top 12, you would think? No. No, they Not won't. Not if you're Liberty or Coastal Carolina. They might be ranked 22nd, but say right down the road from us, Marshall goes undefeated. You don't think that they deserve a chance now to wait, be Now wait, pump 12? the brakes for a second. Wasn't Liberty undefeated going into their bowl game this year? So no, they had one loss. Out. They had one loss, and what would they lose like by a jillion? Quack, quack, quack. Is that who it was? Oregon? Yes, uh, sir. And they probably but, didn't play. Yeah. They've got to let those little schools play, even if they're just there. Just to so be they a, know their place and they get their ass done. No, because even it that keeps their program. The fact alive, that they're at the table, it does. It does. You, like recruits still come back. Like, would you want the chance to play Oregon? A similar school. That's how you sell it. Well, right? that's part of the smaller schools going to play the bigger schools. Is selling it to your kids right. that absolutely you're going to Alabama, you're going to Georgia to play. See, you hear about those, you hear about the schools that don't do so well. You don't hear as much about like the uh, Utah that was coached by Urban Meyer that beat Alabama, or the Boise State that beat Oklahoma. The people outside of the Power Five that belong to be there that should have been in the playoff if it was there at twelve teams. I believe they deserve to be there. All right. I completely agree with you. I don't think we're arguing about this. So, college football, we're going to let it ride. We're we're good there. That gave me time, as you guys were passionately discussing that, to just go back to the NHL for a second, just to summarize it. The NHL realigned into a four-division, two-conference system. So, under the postseason system, uh, what they do is that the top three teams in each division make the playoffs, 
and then two wild cards in each conference, which gives you a total of eight in each. And then they reseed each round, and it's a best of seven, and it goes two, two, one, 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 whatever. So, and then the other thing they do in the NHL is they do points and all that stupid crap, and I don't understand any of it. Yeah, like one doesn't play eight anymore. It's it has to do with like your points. It's not your record. It's like if you, I don't know, they do ties too. How, how are we still doing ties in hockey? Can we not go to well, a shootout? They don't do ties anymore. They don't do ties, ties But at what all? they do is it's wins, losses, and shootout wins or something I'm like looking that. up the standings right now because I f- if they stop doing ties, I feel like that snuck by me. Well, no. It, it's a, they so were they have the third scores. column, but instead of when it comes to go to a tie, they do a shootout, I believe. Well, that's in the playoffs. Don't they do it in the regular I, season? Do that, but then if they don't. Because if you get a shootout win, it's only worth one point, where a regular win is worth two points. God, we don't watch hockey at all, do we? Um, let's just skip hockey and let's move on. <laughs> My God, have they already played this many games in hockey? The Boston Bruins record is 44-27. and 27. Yeah. It's January. How many games has the NBA played? Speaking of playoffs. Holy crap, the NBA's played about 50. It's real weird because the NBA – all-star game is supposed to be your mid-season point, but for the NBA, it's like the 70% point. So, the only thing I have on the NBA is I don't give a shit about the uh, play not like the play-in tournament. That doesn't Same. Care. I'm with you. I mean, but like, you're going up to 10 teams now in each conference, right? We're talking about losing teams, whereas, historically, in the Eastern Conference for the last 20 years, the eighth seed is always under 500. Okay? But, it's trash. I do like one thing that, oh, weirdo, uh, the alien lizard man, <laughs> always lizard man, decided now. to do. If you don't play at least sixty five games, you don't. You're not eligible for postseason awards, which I like. I love that. Is that is that impacting the game in a positive way? You feel like there's less uh, rest days. Well, I mean, your incentives are tied to that as a player, right? Well, a lot of contracts are first team All NBA is a two million dollar bonus, or league MVP is five million dollars, and that different stuff. I'm sure that they'll stop tying it into that now. But there's guys like Bradley Beal, who's a top fifteen player in the league when he's healthy, so he's third team All NBA at the least, who isn't eligible for anything because he missed seventeen of the first eighteen games of the year. I I didn't even know Bradley Beal was still relevant. This is the like uh, this is the Kawhi Leonard role. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> didn't they just Paul sign George? Him? Did they just sign yeah, him? Yeah, they signed him to an extension. Do you, you you vibe with make that? Make that make sense. I'm asking. I don't. I don't want no part of that. Well, I don't. I look at it like this. He's 32. They want him to retire as a Clipper. A three year deal takes him to 35. Bro, hold on. I'm gonna stop you right now. Kawhi Leonard and Joe Flacco have the best two agents <laughs> in the history of the world. Well, at least at least cool. well they both have a ring. I guess that's what it was. He, I've never seen a man live off of what he did in Toronto. With that shot that run around the rim from the corner and bounced in and out like 16 times and it went in. And he's made a living out of that. Good for him. Yeah, where the hey. people, the reaction of the people on the bench was probably more famous than the actual <laughs> shot. <laughs> because it took so long. He's won a title with two different teams and been the best player on each team when he did it. All right, so if people don't understand how the NBA playoffs work, you got the playing games. It's 7, 8, 9, and 10. Is that how it works? And seven plays ten, eight no, plays seven plays eight. The winner of that's automatically in as the seventh seed. The oh, loser they have to play plays again. the winner of nine and ten, yeah. and the winner of that's the eight seed. And it's just one game, right? Yes. Mm. Yeah, I don't like that. They like do Chicago that just was to in get it last year. Garner more interest, but to me, it's like it's so watered down. 
I mean, they, they are doing it just for TV, right? Yeah. That's right. got to be what it is. Because no, nothing else is going on. Here's this one game. I mean, but it's like, you're 10th seed in the West. Congratulations, you get the Bucks. I'm sorry, <laughs> I mean the Nuggets. The Nuggets. It was sorry. the Lakers, right? Because the Lakers were going to miss the playoffs. Well, the Lakers like, are the 11. Game. They're the 10 or the 11 right now. See, that's what I'm saying. It's the LeBron Lakers. They role. have completely fell apart since that, uh, whatever that. Ends. They are 5 and 12. What was that little tournament they called? What was that called? The end season tournament. Yeah. They have fell apart since then. How the hell can it be a tournament if all the games count for regular season stats? So do you just rip the banner down now if you don't even make the playoffs? I don't know. <laughs> That's some I of mean, the really, like you hang a banner crap. for an in-season tournament, and now if you don't make the playoffs, do we leave it up? That's embarrassing. Yeah. That's not what Lakers do. Cubby Bryant said it himself. We only hang championship banners. Yeah, my kids, if they win. Amazing how that's changed. <laughs> if they win a participation trophy, I just like third in the fireplace. Yeah. We're talking about the historical franchise of the Los Angeles Lakers hanging a banner of an in-season tournament. You got the Celtics. You got the Lakers. And there's everybody else. They got. They don't need that banner. No. They, I mean, if you're the if you're the Thunder and you do that. You take that. If you're the Grizzlies. Yes. Um, I'm down. Even the Bulls wouldn't hang it. But like the Grizzlies? Absolutely. If you got at least two titles, you can't be hanging that shit. Hang that shit. Yes. Put oh. it up in the Staples Center, whatever it's called no, now, no. right beside of the other. They're building that new stadium. Have you seen that? They don't play together still? No, they are this year, but, but they're, they're building. They're the Lakers and be like, hey, we, we're trying to tribe too. <laughs> so they still no play together now. Hanging. <laughs> it's called... Uh, Look at what? our banner, guys. It, isn't it a Bitcoin stadium? It's, it's another, crypto. Yeah. What oh, the it's hell? The, it's the crypt. It's the crypto.com. Yeah, crypt. No, that's, that's the Staples Center. No, I'm pretty sure yeah, that's Staples like a, became crypto. Right, but yeah. isn't the Clippers The Clippers are building a new one in Inglewood where the Lakers played back in the 80s. But yeah. doesn't it have a crypto name, too? Yeah, well, I'm going not sure. to? Lakers going to be Bloods. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to recover. <laughs> but the, I, I can't I, wait to see murals. The, the, what do you call them? The murals? Out there with that? Oh, yeah. It's going to be adding extra color to that. Little street paintings exactly. going. I'm going to see if I can get the name of this thing. But the uh, the shots I saw of it, like if you look at the upper deck of this new arena they're building for the Clippers, it's like straight up. like it's They're calling it the wall or something like that. I was wrong. It's not crypto. It's Intuit. That's the new, a Clippers the, new one. The new one? The Intuit Dome. The new one. Yes, they're building it. That's, that's strategical by them because it's around tax time. During the playoffs, <laughs> I guess <laughs> Is that, you're going to see that shit everywhere. TurboTax. My question Show yourself. My question though is, how is the attendance going to be for the Clippers when they are on their own in their own stadium in Inglewood? Is that is are they going to be new stadium? Will they be top ten in the league in attendance? Depends if they're as good as they are this year after a rough start. And um, I don't think so. I should probably look and see where they rank now. They're they're. I don't know what their attendance is, but their le- their record, they're like the fourth best team in the West. If they've got a good team, people will come watch you play. Just Billy Crystal. The problem with L.A. is that there are so many other things to do there that the sports crowd isn't as diehard as what you would find in uh, cold weather cities. You're like the Yankees, New York. They're diehard fans. No, I agree with you. Like the Dodgers are rolling. Even with Otani, they're going to roll in by the fifth inning. Yeah, like no care in the world. <laughs> the Clippers yeah. are number twelve in attendance. Ooh. I didn't think they'd be above fifteen. I was I'm with you, even as good as they are. They, I'm they, not sure. Sure, that goes up. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, do they? Is it enough to? I don't know. We'll see. Uh the do you know who the number one NBA team in attendance is? I'm gonna go with hmm. the Warriors. 
The Warriors are, they got a new stadium too. Where are the Warriors at? They're not on top 10. Oh, no. Oh, no. Those tickets got expensive and the team got bad. The Warriors are less than the Clippers. Oh, yeah. wow. That don't surprise They're me. number 16. I'm going to go with uh, the Knicks. The Knicks are number four. I love that. Mm. So we're talking attendance. The yes. 76ers are number three. The oh, Chicago same. Bulls, number St- two. Still? What's because the United Center Boston massive. Celtics. Celtics are number nine. Oh. I'm saying the Nuggets are number one. You would think they're number six. Number one is the Dallas Mavericks. Wow. Wow. I mean, there you Luka. go. And, all right. How about the worst? Oh, the Hornets. Ding, Let's... ding, ding. Mr. Brown walks away. With, he try. walks off with that one. First who, try. Who was Mr. it? I didn't hear you. All right. Let's so... just call them the Bobcats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah. uh, so back to uh, playoff format. I mean, real, before quick. So the Hornets are a team you go to watch to see the opposing right. team. Right. You're to only town. going. So imagine. You're not how, coming to watch the Hornets. How pissed are you if you buy tickets to a Hornets game and you show up and you want to see Steph Curry and he's taking a rest day? Well, that's what pisses me off. Sorry to interrupt you. I looked at Hornets tickets last year because I wanted to take Isaac uh, to a Hornets Warriors game because it's hard to watch Steph Curry play. I looked at Cleveland. It was middle of December. Didn't want to do it. I figured we'll go see Lamel Ball play. Well, the tickets when the Warriors come to town for where we were going to sit were $187 a ticket, and they weren't good seats. That's not good. No one wants to pay for that. Gone gone are the days when you had LJ and – you know, M- Morning and Muggsy Bogues when they actually had their own product. That was when I was a fan. I had jerseys. I had jackets. I was a Hornets fan. Before they left and came back. They went to New Orleans. You got the style of jacket. Oh, oh my God, Mongo. Oh, um, he just shit his pants. You're downwind. Uh, we're I'm, taking glad a- I'm glad I'm on the I'm other so side. Sorry. We're taking a break. We'll come back and talk about baseball playoffs and then the NFL. <laughs> All right, while we air out the man cave, we decided to reach out and we had somebody from the NFL's life group join us. Talk a little bit of Vikings, a little bit of uh, hate on the Cowboys. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Check it out. We appreciate the support. Make sure you follow us on all forms of social media. And we got a ton of fun Facebook groups out there. This guy, again, NFL's life on Facebook. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick second and do a little detour here because we have a huge episode coming up later in the week where we talk to our Lions fans. But what the hell? We thought it's the season for the NFL playoffs. And, you know, for some reason, the Vikings aren't in it. But we have a Vikings fan who wanted to come on and just he's got a, got a couple of things to get off his chest. But, Mark, welcome to the show. How's it going, brother? Pretty good, man. How are y'all? I'm doing well. I think you're fantastic. Marcus, probably more than fantastic. I have, (laughs) I'm feeling pretty good right now, but I've also got to add, I haven't real revealed to you yet, but I'm a bears fan. Oh, Oh, wait, did you double (laughs) cross him? Did he try to double cross you just now? Is that what this is? That's, that's what happened. Well, for what it's worth, I, I don't hate bears or lions fans. I just feel bad for them. Uh, they're just irrelevant oh, to you, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't like the Packers, though. I mean, that one goes without saying. No so one what, does. What happens as a as a Vikings fan? What if Detroit does the impossible? Does that change your stance at all? Yeah, probably a little bit. I mean, we haven't been to one since '76, so I'd have to see it at that point. Mm, what year were you born? I was born in '92, but I do think it's I do think it's funny how. Have you seen ticket prices for this weekend with the Bucks and Lions, man? They're like oh. over eleven hundred. Yeah, the the cheapest ticket is like five hundred, and it's like the top of the stadium back against obstructed view. It's stupid. Did you happen? I know, to man. See, did you happen to see the reporter 
that tried to talk about outdoor conditions at the Lions games? Why would he do that? They play in a dome. <laughs> That's a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> we weren't sure. Uh, Todd Bowles was like, well, you know, it's like five feet from the bus into the heated tunnel. So, no, we're not really preparing for it that much. I think we'll be okay. <laughs> I would agree. So what's going, for, on with, what's going on with the Vikings, man? Kirk Cousins out for the year, all that stuff. How's it feel to be a Vikings fan right now? Right now, we're in a really big state of limbo where everything we do next year depends on our offseason moves this year. So I could see us winning five games, and I could see us winning 11 games based on what happens in the offseason. So obviously, the biggest priority, that goes without saying, it's going to be extending Justin Jefferson, but it's kind of a foregone conclusion. Whatever he wants, realistically, he will end up getting it. But we still have a big hole in the middle of our team. Even if Kirk does get re-signed, our quarterback situation is still a little bit shaky because we don't know how he's going to perform coming off an Achilles tear. On top of that, we have no viable starting running backs. I'd be okay with signing Derrick Henry in the offseason, but Ooh. it can't be more than a two-year deal. I don't think Henry can get more than three almost anywhere he goes. If somebody's offering him something like that, you're, there's no way you can compete with it because that's going to be a, an outlier. But uh, how do you feel about Can you win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins? Are you Are you confident in that? Uh, you would put him in the same category as guys like Dak, where you can do it if maybe all the pieces around him are right, but he's not going to be the guy to elevate the team. He can only elevate a group of receivers. And quite frankly, he can't do anything about the fact that our linebackers aren't good and our secondary is even worse. But how do you feel about your, you're talking about elevating a group of receivers. You can't feel any better than a group of Vikings receivers right now. How do you feel about Jordan Addison, who is second fiddle to Justin Jefferson? I mean, as much as I like him as a talent and as a receiver, I think that we should have picked another lineman. Then again, I think the reason why they got scared off of drafting a lineman is because we already have great tackles. And even though our interior linemen aren't good, they're not going to pick another one in the first round because they know what happened last time we picked Gary Bradbury. Don't get fooled by the fact that he's on our second contract with us. He's clearly one of the worst centers in the league. So perfect scenario offseason is going to include what for Minnesota? What would you do if you're the GM and you got the magic wand, you got the keys to the kingdom? How do you write the ship? I would sign Daniil Hunter to a three-year contract with two guaranteed with an option for the third year. I don't oh, blame I them if they want to keep cap flexibility going forward. But I mean, he's the only viable defensive piece we have at the at this moment. I wouldn't just let him go. Uh, we have huge needs in pretty much every other area because Harrison Smith is at the end of the rope by all accounts. I He had no picks last season. I didn't really notice him back there. I think it's time for us to go ahead and move on from him as well. Maybe we should draft a guy in like the third round. But that's kind of how I feel about this team. It's a really weird state to be in. So, and we're going to stay in division. How do you feel about the first pick in the draft with <laughs> – I don't know, maybe uh, the Chicago Bears? I feel like nobody wants anything to do with this overall pick right now, the number one pick. Yeah. So what 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 do you do if you're Chicago? You have to trade it. It's I'm not even you. their pick. Yes. <laughs> yes. What what can you get for a first-round pick uh, for the 2024 NFL draft? Like, what is what, – what do you – what do you get in return for that? Well, it depends. Who are you trading with? If it's a team like Atlanta – they had, uh, I believe it was the eighth overall pick. But either way, if you trade with Atlanta for what they're going to need as a quarterback, 
you're going to get at least a first next year. You're going to get a second this year, probably a second next year as well. Maybe even another piece. It would look pretty similar to the trade that brought DJ Moore to Chicago last year. You, Which, might, you might be able to get Kyle Pitts in Chicago. How about that? <laughs> that would be something. <laughs> All right. So uh, no, go ahead, Mongo. What do you got? All right. So how do you feel about the secession from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love? How are you feeling right now in division about Jordan Love? I mean, I don't think he's elite, but I would consider him top 12. Most people don't realize he threw 32 touchdowns and 11 picks. Those are pretty elite numbers. Even my entire life, those have been elite numbers. I know that the value of uh, average quarterback, we have no idea what it looks like at this point in time. But you can't you can't discount Jordan Love because they did the right thing in terms of developing both him and Rodgers. They let both of them sit for a few years. And I, most teams- don't, I don't want to believe it. Like, it's bullshit that you're able to just keep getting quarterbacks like this. Like, how many bad quarterbacks can you name that Minnesota had during the time that Rodgers was there? Dude, we haven't even had a guy that we've drafted in the first other than Culpepper that started for us. I mean, we had Ponder, but we're, we're going to pretend that one didn't happen. We'll just, you know, you got his wife too, right? Didn't that come with it? I guess that was better than just getting Christian Ponder. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> From what I've seen, I would rather have Jordan Love over Justin Fields. How would you feel about having Jordan Love over Kirk Cousins? At this point in time, I'd be cool with it. I mean, again, Kirk Kirk is 35. So we've got some Lions fans coming up on the show in a couple days. Uh, You'll be on the Monday show. How do you feel about the the Lions? Yeah, give them a a prediction for the, uh, the weekend if you want to. Actually, I have them winning this weekend. I picked 30 to 15 as the score. I don't really? think this one's going to be that close because, I mean, the Bucks they're a nice story, but uh, I-, I think the Lions will probably get to the NFC Championship, but I don't see them doing anything once they get there. They have a really easy path, though. So who do you have for your predictions? Who do you have right now? Next, this week, who wins? Okay, so... Uh, this week I have Baltimore over Houston. That one's kind of self-explanatory, but I just think Houston's a young team that's going to run into a defensive buzzsaw. So I have that 35-13 Ravens. As for the Niners Packers, that'll be a little bit more competitive, but I do expect the Niners to win. I picked that to be 37-24. Bills Chiefs, that's going to be the game where whoever wins that is most likely coming out of the AFC. I, have I agree with the- that. I have the Bills 26-18 right now, but it would not surprise me to see the Chiefs win. The biggest question here, do you trust Lamar to win a shootout against either Josh Allen or Mahomes? No, I don't. With that defense, though, does he have to win a shootout? That's true. That's what I'm wondering. Are they going to be able to play their brand of football? Because just like the Cowboys, the Ravens have to have their game going the way they want, or they're not going to be able to catch up. Mm. Now, Mark, you're part of our NFL's life group, and mm-hmm. – uh, I asked you on the show a little bit to, to give us your take on the Cowboys. How do you feel about the Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Well, I live in Dallas, so it, it's it's always a show around here, man. You never know what kind of roller coaster you ride you're going to get throughout. But this one surprised me a little bit because I picked them to go to the Super Bowl before the year started. Now, even entering the playoffs, I realized that was probably a bad pick. I thought they were going to lose to either the Eagles or the Niners if it came to it. But I surely thought they were going to take care of business against the youngest playoff team. Uh, if there was a play that truly ended the game, obviously it was the pick six because it summed up how this team can't play from behind. 
again, I mentioned that was a fear I had with Baltimore, but did you see the coverage on the play itself? Did you see how they were lined up? I didn't see any defenders at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'll break it down a little bit. It's a spinoff of a play that I run in Madden a lot. So do you know the play where you have two guys to the left running identical slant routes to the middle of the field and then a guy on the right also running a slant? Sure, sure. Okay. Well, this was the same thing as that, except it had three guys all on the same side of the field running slants all to the middle. And then the guy on the outside was running a hitch route. So first off, Dak has to know that Brandon Cooks and CeeDee Lamb running to the middle of the field you're going to draw a lot of defensive attention there. He had to know that was going to be the coverage before he snapped, but he didn't even look off of his guy. And that's why the guy guarding the outside receiver, Jair Alexander, he played off of him. He played back about 10 yards because he realized the guy that he was guarding was tight end Jake Ferguson. How do you line up on the outside with a tight end and expect people to take that serious? Because of that, uh, safety Darnell Savage, he didn't have to play back in coverage. He was now able to move up into the middle of the field where multiple receivers were running his routes. So he had a quick decision to make. Do you take Cooks over the middle? Well, given that Dak didn't even look his way, he immediately focused towards Lamb, saw the pass coming from a mile away, and the rest was history. Great take. So every year they the Cowboys say, this is our year. Yeah. I'm, I'm not ready to hear it again. <laughs> How do you, sad, what, are you, what are your predictions for the Cowboys? Well, the sad part is you might have to hear it again because I don't agree with them bringing Mike McCarthy back, but I also don't really see another threat for the division next year. Philly's an interesting team, man. If you look at their point differential, it wasn't indicative of an 11-6 team. It was indicative of an 8-9 team at that. They, they also, were two different teams. There was the first half Philly team that didn't ever really look great, but they just kept finding ways to win. Then there was the second right. half. That was just, it was bad. They were like the the Pittsburgh Steelers of the NFC in the first half of the season. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. Like a few years ago when the Steelers started 11-0 and then just melted yeah, down the stretch. like that. And even this year, like how the hell did the Steelers make the playoffs? You yeah, know, they, oh, they, yeah. Nobody was scared of them. And Tampa <laughs> surely was not scared of, uh, you know, the Eagles in the playoffs. So, uh, do they, so do you think... How many teams out of the NFC East make the playoffs next year? Hmm. It, it just cut out for a second. Do you mind repeating that real yeah. quick? How many teams do you think from the NFC East will make the playoffs next year? Uh, I think it will just be one and it'll be the division winner. Who do you think will be the division winner? Oh. Uh, unfortunately, I do think it'll be Dallas again. I think I it'll think be the right. same story, same old thing. You know, they beat up on teams in the regular season when it doesn't matter. And then same old story. Once you get to the postseason, which group is the most annoying fan base in the NFL is life group. Uh, and that particular group, I don't know, man, the Eagles fans were getting a little annoying when they were arguing with Cowboys fans all year, but I'm not going to say that Cowboys fans are innocent either. I, I have a third option. What about the anti-Cowboys fans that don't shut up either? Like, you don't even know what team okay. they like. They just hate the Cowboys. Yep. Yeah, I often say, like, I, I hate Cowboys riders and I hate Cowboys haters more than anything else. I like Cowboys objective fans, unbiased. <laughs> That's fair enough. I appreciate that. Well, man, hey, you gave us 10 good minutes. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, we're going we're gonna to throw it in the middle of the show here and let everybody enjoy the listen. But uh, just uh, in closing, you got any any thoughts on Minnesota? Anything else you want to share with us? Uh, none for the Vikings, but 
I'm going to say it here first. Bills Niners Super Bowl with Niners winning it. Okay, that's fair. I like that one. That that would be a good game, I think. But uh, yeah, I think if they play, I'm with you on the Niners. I like that. Who Absolutely. Wins? Who wins if it's he, Bills Niners? You just said the Niners. The Niners, said, yeah. Okay, you got to get. With I did. Thirty-one <laughs> nineteen. See, this is why we don't do a live, so I can cut his nonsense. Yeah, that's how this works. <laughs> I had a little drinky drink, Mark. <laughs> all right, it's Mark. all good. So did I. We, we're going to let you enjoy the rest of your evening. We got more show to do, but man, thanks for uh, hopping on and we'll send you some links once we get it up there so you can uh, listen along and man, anytime you want to yeah, drop us a line, we got our website. You can leave a voicemail, do anything like that. We'd love to hear from you anytime, bud. Absolutely, man. You guys have been great. Thanks so right. much. Thanks, thanks Mark. Mark. Have a good one, buddy. All right. So we, we got a chance to hear from someone besides us is, uh, I don't know. Where'd you find that guy? NFO is life, our Facebook group. So just a reminder, if people want to come on the show, they can. We got the voicemail, and they can just pester Mongo and come on the show, too. That's right. right. If you want to message Mongo. But I, I had to take a break, man. You had, I thought, you shit your pants. Um, did you? What did you hand me to drink? What is this? How do you say this beer? Weinstefana. It starts with a W, though. Yeah, this is good. Right, it's... <laughs> Does this good Wiener schnitzel? Holy it, shit, we just went backwards 80 years. <laughs> Why? He sounds just like a, a true proud German. He's moving to Buenos Aires. <laughs> I am moving to Buenos Aires. <laughs> Quit no, trying so, to talk me out of it's it. It's Uruguay, has, damn it. I'm telling you. Has some he, some Glühwein. Some, some Fanta. You want some Fanta? To You're supposed Volkswagen? to be Italian, not German, pal. That's true. But if you look at me, you know there's some German in there. So you guys stopped by before the show and went to a little little establishment that you I, I think it's been like what three out of the last five weeks you guys have uh, met up there is that how that's worked? You're still your mic your mic is your mic's on. not on, buddy. We're trying to make it a tradition because we have like several members of our fantasy uh, football team. Just show up random dudes that don't do our show, just random appearances, so it's good to catch up. Yeah, and then sometimes they follow us uh, back to the cave. Correct. How's it going, Mikey? We got yeah. Mikey in our audience tonight. But he, he didn't has, want a microphone. He has okay. took on uh, new ownership of my dog, my five-pound. <laughs> just keep him off the keyboard, damn it. Give uh, it to Mikey. Mikey will eat. You Mikey got one job, but that's it. So, all right, we, we want to get back to the, the topic at hand here. But before we do... And my brother-in-law was sending me this Twitter thing or X or whatever you call it. I don't know. You call it Twitter still? It's X, but nine times out of ten, I still call it Twitter. I, I, I feel like it'll I'm accidentally getting on a porn site every time I click on it because yeah. of X. You know X, what I'm yeah, going to give it to you. Raider X. Red tube. X. Speaking of guys, I got the dog. and He sent me this, this Twitter feed, and it was just people naming random wide receivers. So just for no... Since at all, can you name a random wide receiver from history? Just give me some Chad Johnson. Chad, that's not random. He's Antoine Randall. Yancey a- Thickpen. Yancey Thickpen's a good one. Troy Brown. Troy Brown. I but Troy Brown, we got some respect on him. Uh, these are some of the fun names. I got a good one for you. Right, I you got, got one. one. Darius Hayward Bay. That was damn it. That was the first one I was going to read. The very I know, first I know one. all about that. <laughs> Wink, the Raiders Wink. probably have a lot. The Lions probably have a lot. Wayne Corbett. Wayne Corbett's a great one. That's real life Rudy, right? I thought his name was Sherbert. How about Limus Swede? That feels like a fake name. I know. Lavernius Cole. I don't remember, I know him. Him. I remember him on the Jets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> somebody put Nick Foles. I guess that counts. Henry, uh, Henry Ruggs. 
Uh, Does that count? <laughs> nobody wants to talk about Henry Ruggs. There's Wayne Cabret. Uh, Cabret. Henry Ruggs. <laughs> Brian, Vegas wants to talk about it. Oh, Irving Fry, Peerless Price. Just it's just fun to know. What's that meme? Guys can just sit around and name old athletes and talk for six hours. That's real life. Yeah, without ever knowing the other guys. I never know what anybody else's name in the room is, but we all name 100 players. Like, if you went out to the uh, establishment we were talking about, somebody was wearing an Antoine Randall L jersey, you're probably going to want to at least ask him about it. Yep. Yeah. Andre Risen. That's a big name. That's Andre a bad move. Risen. Whenever uh, the Tyreek Hill thing happened with his... That's the first thing I thought I, of. I thought, I, thought was was I thought it was fake, and I thought it was just pictures of Andre Risen's house. All right, so I'm going to I'm gonna ask you all a trivia question. So... When Randy Moss was a rookie, we had Randy Moss, Chris Carter. Who was their number three? Jake Reed. Jake Reed. Damn it. Come on. You got to get, get out of here with that weak sauce. How about um, the Bengals drafted a receiver they thought was going to be their number one guy, and it ended up being the later round picks with Chad Johnson and Hausch Mazzilli, TJ Houshmanzada. Do you remember who their ace was supposed to be? Big time college player. I know it is the Hawaiian dude. No, no what was a lot of name? people thought he was like a like Percy Harvin reminded people yeah. of this guy, but Percy Harvin had a better NFL career. Florida State. Peter Warwick. Peter Warwick. Peter Warwick did not pan out in the pros. What, what, I like what about though, uh, West Virginia boy? Who? Kevin White. Kevin White, and then also uh, Kevin White's a good one for that. Tavon Austin. Yeah. Tavon. Uh, well, Kevin I was thinking White. of another West Virginia boy who got drafted yeah. by the Bengals. But uh, then he passed away. Oh, Chris Henry. Yeah, Chris oh, Henry. I forgot yep. all about yep. him. Yep. Fell out of a car. Back of a truck. Yeah, Went, with a truck. Dem- his like girlfriend was driving or chasing him or something. I can't remember. Uh, no, yeah. she was driving and he jumped in the back of the truck. I yep. think. Mm, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Ray Ruth. They got back of vehicles. <laughs> Ray Ray. Ray Ruth, man. If people don't know who Ray Ruth is, just go to the Wikipedia and, and read up on it. But uh he set a good trend. That should be a movie. How come that's not a movie? That's on Lifetime. <laughs> it probably would be. All right, back to playoffs. Uh, we could talk again. We could talk six hours about naming random athletes' names. All right, the NFL. So we got the new playoff format last year. It's back again. It's the one team gets a bye. It's expanded seat, but like. We got nine and eight Tampa Bay in the playoffs and stuff like that. You guys go to the NFL playoffs? Do they need to change it? Do you like it the way it was? Or are you, you good with uh, how it is now? I like the adjustment they made to it where only one team now gets the bye because it makes that regular season super important. And the fact that they've always done the, the reseeding makes that team that works so hard in the regular season really get rewarded. I love what they do. The only thing that's weird to me is this. They made it super wild card weekend. Play three Saturday and three Sunday. Why do we have to have Monday night games? I, I know some people like Monday night, but that's the work week, right? Like, can't, yeah. I'm with you, Biggie. Like, can we just keep? But they they monopolize television, and they know that a one o'clock game doesn't get as much viewers as a four o'clock and a seven or eight o'clock game. So I think that's the only reason why they do it. But I, I know this this past week was the first round of the playoffs, and on Tuesday, where I got home from work, my wife asked. So what football game are we watching today? So I, I guess for the non-football fans, they're probably footballed out because they monopolized television over the weekend. 
Like it's nonstop. But I'm I'm here for no, it. No, the only and the big grief about this year is the peacock thing. So what the, oh, what do you think yeah. about that? That that pissed everybody off. And we had fun with that with the memes and whatnot. My favorite was Hank Hill. I'm writing in the check memo. Unfair. More. That, that Here's was, the funny thing though. Mine. People will pay two hundred dollars. Some people still pay for direct TV. Okay, oh, yeah. it's not us. Yeah, not not us. <laughs> Some people will pay hundreds of dollars for a Jack TV and then complain about five dollar peacock. Well, I was just go to Granny's house and get her password. <laughs> so, well, I saw that, was that one, one too. Of my <laughs> that was <laughs> one of my favorites. But yeah. but you know people were uh, saying like I got it on Black Friday for a ninety nine cent or some crazy shit like that. But uh, I'm I just I don't know. It's like people started getting rid of cable. And started going to these streaming platforms to save money. But now there's so many of them. I guarantee you there's people that are paying $200 in these damn subscriptions. They, for all they this. have like, oh, I got Hulu. I got Peacock. I got, uh, oh, a freebie is uh, real. Oh, uh, Paramount it's, Plus. It's, it's, it's free. Red HBO Tube. Max, Disney Plus. Netflix. Uh, <laughs> well, the audience is telling me that the expected viewership for the Chiefs-Dolphins game and the actual viewership was million short of what the projected was because of the people who wouldn't buy Peacock for that particular game. A million. Ten million. He's saying it's ten million. Is that I, is that, well, is that set, worth it though? Well, like that, what was what was NBC Universal's rise in you know subscriptions? Because yep. they don't care about the TV viewership if their subscription service went up. Yep. But. Here's the thing we we can't we cannot unite as a people to say no I'm not doing it. Everybody's a sucker. The NFL's got us, man. Well, they got well, us by the gonads. You're going to consume it no matter what. Like, here's I, the thing though: if your team's playing, you're you're going to watch it no matter absolutely. how. You got to watch it. I drove past a panhandler that was holding up a sign saying "Need Bunny for Peacock." <laughs> did you help him out? I did. I did. For, for that scenario, I love the honesty. Give that man his five ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> and you count off the change and everything. Yeah, give him a sandwich too. Ooh. <laughs> it, it really bothers me that they did that because it's such a money grab. But if I look at it from the NFL's point of view, they've built their product into something that if they tell you this is what you're going to pay five ninety nine to watch it, millions will do that. Now, let's fast forward five, six, seven years. All of a sudden, the Super Bowl isn't ABC, NBC, Fox. The Super Bowl is on Peacock no, or some other news streaming when, network. When would that happen? I feel like we're too. there's too much money involved with it the way it is now. But I think that the more we buy the Peacock for a Saturday wild card, they think that they can do that. You know who started this shit? It was wrestling. Oh, with the pay-per-view. The WWE, WWE Network. Network. They did. Network. They started that. And then guess who bought them? Peacock. Everybody. Well, Peacock bought it. You know, and they because they saw it and they're like, man, we're, we're going to, you know, integrate this into our stuff. And then WWE came out with their network before all these other platforms started, except for like Hulu and Netflix, right? But like they did it and they were charging $9.99 a month for it back then. And and think about that. People were Just another thing that Vince was on because he's freaking brilliant before yeah. so many other people because I had a WWE subscription for the simple fact I could pay that 10 bucks and watch WrestleMania instead of paying 60. Yeah. I could keep it for two months and cancel. Now I paid 20. Absolutely. But he got a two-month subscription out of me. And then how many other people did it and never canceled? It's kind of like uh, while Planet Fitness only charges you like 10 bucks a month. is yeah. Because they're just it's so low that if you quit going, you're too lazy to uncancel or yeah. cancel. I mean, 
If you're I'm too lazy to go to the gym, you're definitely too lazy to cancel the membership. So, you know, our plan of fitness that we visit, I've never once been there and they've had pizza or bagels like everybody talks about. When, when the hell do they do that? Never. Did they never. stop it after COVID? Is that what happened? I mean, you know what? I, I could. I want to see somebody on the treadmill eating a slice of Geno's or something. <laughs> That'd be all right with me. That'd be uh, like Ben Stiller at the end of freaking dodgeball, flipping his man tits up, uh, stuffing pizza in his mouth. Brings all the boys to the yard. That's a that was a good playoff format. Yes, dodgeball. Now you know the the problem with dodgeball at the end of it, right? What's that? It was a fault by Vince Vaughn's character. How'd he fault? They were supposed. They were standing in that little circle. Yep. And he put the blindfold on. Go back and watch it. He steps out of the circle. They call White before that for a fault. White yep. Goodman. They said no. And that's how they, they end up with the a sudden death. Yep. Chuck Norris thumbs up all that shit. Go back and watch the tape. Vince Vaughn's a cheater. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. Well, the fact is, is the only reason Michelle. Vince Vaughn was there. In that position was because cheater Lance Armstrong talked him into it. So they were in this together. Yeah, that, he That's was. True. He was on top of his game then, wasn't he? That's true. What Nobody is that line for Lance Armstrong right. gives him? You he, know, he was like, I can't imagine what type of personal demons and grief you're dealing with. I mean, you know, I remember whenever I was stricken with cancer through my entire body, there was times I wanted to give up. But yeah, he says he I, has like three testicular or brain, yeah, brain cancer. cancer spread, I had testicular cancer that spread to my brain, but I can't imagine what type of shame you must be dealing with right now. Yeah, as it turns yeah. out, the testicular cancer was from taking steroids. <laughs> it just to have this been. decision haunt you for the rest of your life. <laughs> and then he walks off. God, I love dodgeball. When's the last time there's been a, a comedy movie like that? It's been a minute. Like we like the hangovers well, are done old school. Uh, the uh, Will Ferrell got too old. There, so there's never a comedy now that you like look forward to to go to the theater to watch, and it's terrible. I'm gonna give you credit for a movie that no one listening will probably have seen, and you saw it one day, and then I watched, it, and I was like, "Yeah, it was pretty good." It was on Netflix. Wrong message. Exactly. Yeah. Because that was similar to that, where it was just it was just goofy. Right. You know what I mean? Why can't Appearance we just have by Roman Reigns? Why can't we have goofy movies? Is that I feel like they died off with some yeah. of the great, uh, funny actors from the '90s and 2000s. Got old. yeah, Vince Vaughn, Will Ferrell, Owen even, Wilson was in a lot of those. Even Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, I like that. What happened to those types of movies? Like Airplane, Naked Gun. Yeah, yeah. Well, now you only get um, they. What was that movie? The Blackening. Did you see that? Nah. Game? <laughs> like that's you know, like it's got to be woke or something. Yeah. Like we can't just do regular funny movies. The Wayne like, Brothers was scary movie. Hey, I loved them shits. Those were great. Those were pretty good. Uh, and then they one, put Charlie uh, Sheen in <laughs> Tiger Blood. If there's if there's one comedy from the last twenty years, twenty five years, then anytime it's on, you have to watch it. What is it? Wedding Crashers yeah. for me. But you know. I agree, but Wedding I, Crashers. I, I, and like I, love, I love old school. I don't see it pop up as much. You know, it, it really don't. I don't see old school pop up anymore. I see Step Brothers and Talladega Nights all the time. Yeah. So whatever networks bought the rights for them, I feel like they put that shit on twenty four seven. John C. Riley has range. He does have range. He does. Gangs of New York. Anybody? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's good in that. It's not a. It's one of my favorite comedies. Doctor Jerry Boss. <laughs> Dr. Steve Rule. I bet nobody yeah. knows what that is. He goes all the way back to George Clooney in a perfect storm. Oh, my God. I forgot all about hey, you that. Think about, I, don't, I get off track. That movie had a lot of good actors. We'll get off track. Too. Who else was in that? 
Uh, you had Mark Wahlberg. That's right. And then you had Diane uh, Lane. Oh, she's a good actress. The Patriots fan names a Boston person. Of course he quick. does. Uh, yeah, he came to mind first. But they had uh, I'm the dude that's in Mark Armageddon too. Is in that one Armageddon two? I haven't seen no, that one. Uh, Armageddon two. The yeah. he plays he plays the Air Force <laughs> this guy. Time in Armageddon. The meteor is the size of Alaska. Here we go again, again. <laughs> it's like when they do Die Harder instead of Die Hard. <laughs> it's Armageddoner. So you got John Hawks, Mark Wahlberg, William Fitchner. William Fitchner is the one I was thinking of. Willem. That's right, Willem Dafoe. You know anybody yeah. named Willem? George Clooney, John C. Riley. Charlie sent me for entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Boondock Saints? Yes. Oh, have you ever it. seen Boondock Saints, Mr. Well, Bradford? I, I think you would absolutely love it. You would love it. I think the word you're looking God, for Diane Lane's a good is symbolism. symbolism. What about Diane Lane and Unfaithful? Um, see, when you said Diane Lane, that was the first thing I thought of was that movie. Is that Richard Gere? Yes. All right. That's What year did that come out? Is that like a 2000 movie? Not soon enough. I'd say... It came out in... I'm going to guess 2000. 2002. Mikey in the background says 2002. Going once, going twice. 2004. I'll give Mikey a 2002. He's usually pretty good with the 1997. Movies. That's my final guess. That was Armageddon. Or what was better, Armageddon well, or then, Deep Impact? The other thing yeah, he got it right. Did you know that Ooh. or did you look it up? No, he knows his dying 2002 Lane Unfaithful. <laughs> you think of... Uh, what you just said, 1997. Then that made me think of all the scary movies he did. Then it became spoof movies. If there was a spoof movie, it was a Wayans Brothers production, right? Uh, did you ever watch um, any like old Keenan Ivory Wayans movies back in the day? Like I'm gonna get you, sucker. I have not seen that. <laughs> That's what it's called. It's called I'm gonna get. Uh, you, I, get I heard you. of it. Is it get G I T? I think is how they spell it. <laughs> Menace to society. Or no, no, don't be a menace in South Central by drinking your juice in the hood. That was, yeah, the, is that the yeah. first Wayne's Brothers yep. movie with crazy legs? What you got there? What you got there? He's we eating, got pizza. He's is eating, that, he's eating some Tiana meats pizza with pesto sauce. Pesto. Toasted almonds. Toasted on the pizza? On the pizza. You guys are, are psychotic. Caramelized yeah. onions. That, oh, that's that, good. That glory, glorious, glory hole. hole in the wall. I thought he was going to say it's a glory hole in the wall. Dude, got they got there. some good stuff there. They did. TNM's a nice spot. You got, you got a little, you got a little schmutz on your. Sleeve. For those of you that cannot see what you hear, well, Mr. you're not hearing Mister Brown right now, and there's a reason for this. Yes, he's eating pizza off his jacket sleeve. <laughs> It looks good. I wasn't hungry until he started eating it. Now I'm pissed. Uh, but, all right, so I don't want to be here all night. It's snowing, and um, my Jeep does not have four-wheel drive, if if people can believe that's a thing. But the we were, we were talking about all the, the playoff formats. The best, by far, is March Madness, right? Yes. Like, there's nothing that competes with that. Nope. I think so. And, and, like, we were talking earlier about, like, 
con- contrasting styles and whatnot. That's what makes March Madness so good, man. You get these. Well, the greatest thing about March Madness, you can have Georgetown as a one seed or a two seed, and they're playing Princeton, Pete Carrell, and Georgetown's a team that's going to score sixty-five points and block a bunch of shots, and all of a sudden they're in a game with. Princeton I don't know what Georgetown where it's talking like about. Forty-seven to forty-six. We're talking mid-eighties Georgetown. You're talking about John Thompson. Georgetown. You were talking about you know comparison of different styles. That's what I like. The other thing that's kind of changed with that is, I feel like more now than ever those like team like the the Saint um, Saint Peter Saint Peter's Loyola Florida Gulf Coast. I thought it was a damn credit union. Yeah, F F G C U or whatever it was. But it's uh you know it's it's all those like schools never heard of. And then here they are, and all they got to do is just win one or two games, and to them, that's like winning the national championship. But like you, George Mason's made runs. Like that's yep. you talk. So everything you want in college Arnega, football, Miami. He came from George Mason right. after they ran to the Final Four. Like nothing, nothing touches March Madness. No, and then the stories that you're able to put behind it, and the the thing about March Madness is that you end up with these schools that have such contrasting styles, and it's the one shining moment. But it really is because. You got a kid who's 19 or 20 years old who hits a three at the buzzer as a 14 seed. He's a now a legend in that school's history. But you what know, if he's 21? What if he's 21? Does that just throw everything off? No, I, no that's <laughs> a guy who stayed the course. Okay. Well, I think what you get is those uh, random small-ass schools that, you know, they don't have no NIL money. They don't have anything. But what they do is they end up getting guys that will play together for like two or three years and – you know, chemistry is still a thing, and I think that's why, like, we, we see Princeton, like, once every 10 years is going to have a run because they're still running the backdoor cuts and beating people 48 to 42, and they're not used to seeing that. You style. ever watch Ivy League basketball on ESPN? I can't say I do, but remember, uh, we used to get Bob Picozzi on the show, and he yep. would talk about March Madness. He loves him some Northeastern uh, college basketball. Iona and, uh, you know, Siena and Stony Brook yep. and all them schools like that. It's nuts. It's, where did uh, Tim Lyle go? He went James to Madison. James Madison. Yeah. JMU. Which they're they're on the up and up. I don't yeah. know about basketball, but football. Yeah, know. they've come a long way since then. They got their bowl game, didn't they? They yep. did. They got they backdoored in there. Yep. Mm, I Only like because that. there weren't enough schools to take the eligible bowl games. You know, we were talking about college football uh, postseason. The one thing we didn't really shit on was how bad the bowl season has become. Like with the playoff, we're talking about how optimistic that's going to be. But, man, the bowls are just terrible. Shrink it. They are. Shrink it. 41 bowl games, so you need 82 teams that are at least 6-6. Six and six. It doesn't happen. This year, you had P.J. Fleck and Minnesota Golden Gophers at 5-7 and seven in a bowl game. That's five bullshit. And, and I bet half of them didn't play. No. Meanwhile, if you're good, you're not playing. Meanwhile, <laughs> you've got the Dallas Cowboys pissed off. Jerry Jones pissed off that a number seven seed was allowed into the playoffs and came in there and owned them. Because they lost. Yes. I'd be pissed, too. But, yes, you know that you can't be mad at that. Shut up and win the game. You were at home. That's that's the thing about March Madness. It's all neutral site too, and that was their whole thing. We're good at home. Nope. No, Isn't it not. weird though? How with March Madness, we feel like that's the best thing ever. But if like other sports would like expand that much, we'd be like, that's watered down. Well, it's it's different because it's well, one and done. Like the NBA. So I, we we didn't talk about this, but. Remember when it, the first round was five, best of five? I remember that. Shouldn't that be what it is? Like, isn't that your reward for having a good regular season record is you get a, you know, bad team and it's a short series in the first round. 
you get rid of the garbage by the time you're in the second round. Now it's seven games. You got good good teams. Like I'm like the the NBA playoffs when I was a kid, I felt like was done in a month. Now it's like eight months long, and it goes on forever. It's because I gotta have rest games in between each game. Well, and then you got to throw in the playing games now, and yeah, what is it, like three game three days off if they have to travel? They've got to have the shortest off season of any sport. Well, they keep moving the the dates around, so they they're trying to get people to play every game. And like, how is it now with all the advancements in like just sports medicine and physical therapy and surgery? that you can't get guys to play 80 games anymore. And you could go back to where it was a more physical game and people were getting the shit knocked out of them, but they'd play 80 games. I, well, I back then, it meant something to play 82 games right. the whole season. And, like, that's what MJ and all those dudes did. If they're healthy, they they suited up. The damn union's got well, too you, much power. What they ought to do is uh, you lose a game check. You yeah. know, if you don't play, you don't get paid. You went through a thing where it used to be a, batch of, uh, a patch of pride to play – full season 82 games now these guys want to lengthen their careers so they can get the next contract so they're only playing as much as they have to i mean that's that's the way it goes there's better agents now <laughs> no it's the damn union man yeah, i'm telling yeah. you they got all the pa- all the power uh yeah. the the nfl players union is looking around going Welcome. we're not making yeah, the, it. the nba players union is like the they run it yeah yeah well what about baseball though like baseball, man. That's like, the only league is uh, fully guaranteed contracts. But, but it's but it's the haves and have nots though. Like baseball, you have such a disparity. I was looking the other day at like the top twenty like salaries in sports, and and like fourteen of the top twenty were all baseball players. Yeah, and then like the Dude. three of them were soccer over in Europe, and it's like the, the international soccer players are out. They're in a whole nother. But level. you're only talking about like Ronaldo and right. Messi and guys. But like They're that. making like eight hundred million for one year. <laughs> But Shohei Otani, yeah, money is Saudi. Otani's number one it. overall now. I mean, that, but I mean, my God, he signed a six hundred million dollar contract. Seven, seven hundred million. It's all deferred. It's probably eight hundred now. Yeah. I don't know. It's, but how how in the world can you have Shohei Otani make that much, and then somebody else on the team is making seven fifty or eight hundred or whatever the minimum? No, is. I get it. You're right. The disparity, <clears throat> and, and they so it's like players if they're good they get paid, but if you're a young player. It's so different than every other sport. They're just putting you under the thumb, and it's like, oh, we'll just go to arbitration and figure shit out. And it's like until you're like 25 years old, you're not going to make any money. Yeah. You're saw, not making no money in the minors. I saw a cool story today about a local guy. Uh, Julian Edelman, when he was a rookie, the rookie receivers were supposed to buy lunch. They were supposed to buy sandwiches. I saw this too. Yeah, Randy Moss slid money to him to buy the sandwiches. For the, for the wide receivers, right? Yeah. That is some kind of horseshit what they do to those rookies. Like, they do that in all sports, Hazing. Right? It, it's so bad. Mike's got the mic. Hey, Mike. What about when you had Larry Bird back in the day? Okay, Larry Bird, he goes out of the game, okay, against the Pacers, and they smelled blood in the water at that time, okay? He went out, and they had a cracked face, broken bone in his face. He comes back in the game and defeats them. Well, I know you Just like Larry Bird. Him. No, it what does it have to do with anything? It wasn't just that. He was playing for something. He was playing for something. He was playing for pride. Well, and you're talking, oh, when we were talking about how these cats won't play. And to, and to relate with the story that, you know, Margo's over here talking about, you got Larry out there working out in his mother's yard and everything and fixing something in, in his yard. That's how he got the back problem. Well, Mike, if, if you were playing against plumbers too, you'd have time for that as well. 
Isn't that what they say? But they can pay for that stuff now. So <laughs> they can Larry, hire a plumber. Larry went out there and did it. Ass. Jake Plumber. Jake Plumber. Hey, let's start a thread on Twitter no, about random quarterbacks. Because <laughs> the Raiders can get a lot of them. Exactly. Uh, well, guys, I'm not going to be here next week. I got to I gotta go to Virginia for some work stuff. The other work. Not this one. This one doesn't pay enough yet. Where at in Virginia are you headed? I, I'm going to Charlottesville. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hey, uh, nice, nice town. I got a hookup for you down there. Ooh, take your hood. <laughs> wow, I'm not even following <laughs> up on that. Um, <laughs> come on, yeah, yeah. I'm going to talk to you after the show. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. I don't know what's happening. Bring, I do, but I don't want it to happen. Bring your Vaseline. Mm. Uh, I'm really confused. I've been to Richmond a bunch of times. I always That's not the same place. It's not close. <laughs> it's not close. <laughs> They're about an hour apart. Yeah. Or maybe more. I don't it's, know. That's kind of like, like saying Charleston and Huntington's the same. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like people are like, uh, where are you from? West Virginia? Oh, I've, I've, been, been, to I've Richmond. been to Richmond. I got cousins yeah. that live in Roanoke. Virginia's a weird state if you think about it as far as how diverse it is, depending on which part of it like you're Like the in. differences between Southwest Virginia and Northern Virginia? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it's uh, is there a, is there another state? Maybe California. You can talk about NoCal and SoCal. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah, with that. I agree. But, with that. But a whole like different it, country. Yeah, and maybe New York, like upstate versus like Buffalo versus New York City. That's a crazy dynamic. Correct. But I think that's that's about it. I think most states kind of have a like what West Virginia has a pretty similar ideology wherever you go. Yep. You know, that, that's kind of – and, like, Florida, I think, is probably the same to a certain degree. But The yeah. only other place I can think of that's really different because – I talked to Bonehammer, who lives there. He lives in northern Minnesota. Northern Minnesota is as backwoodsy as it can come. You get into southern Minnesota, into the cities, and it's why would anyone want to live in northern Minnesota? That's where his wife's family's from. They got a spot of land, and he loves it. Why is it's, she from it's there? Woods. <laughs> yeah, what's her lakes? problem? <laughs> All he does is work, and then you walk a V line and you fish. Ice fish? Then you freeze oh, to yeah. death. This time you, of year, you you've ice been fish. ice fishing, right? You freeze to Once. death in July. Been ice fishing before. Well, my ice fishing wasn't real ice fishing because you can go out, sit on a bucket with a hole in the water, or you can have friends who have really nice equipment instead of having to camp. Like they, they have get a the fish shack house. and whatnot. And you sit out on Lake Skakawea in your freaking shorts with no shirt because it's so hot. You just made up that hole in the middle of it. Yeah, what did he say? I bet he can't say fish. it the same again. What was the name of it? Lake what? Lake Sakakawea. I see there's no way that was the same. Say it one more time. Slow it down. <laughs> it's different every time he says it. Lake Audubon. Are you saying Sakakawea? Sakakawea. Sakakawea. Slow it down on the cock part. <laughs> oh, my God. Lake Sakakawea. Oh. Lake Sakak. <laughs> there's somebody, like, trying to map these coordinates. Seriously, right when you go on... Uh, Highway like 83 a- North and uh, Sakakawi is on the right. If you're going north, Audubon's on the left. On the right, you'll see a hundred freaking ice houses out there. Ron Jeremy is trying to find this place just so he can make some films over there. Didn't he get in a lot of trouble? He did. What, what did he get in trouble for? I could probably guess, but do you know? I don't know. Sexual harassment <laughs> somehow? I feel like every time I, if, if you look at a picture of Ron Jeremy, he looks like he smells like bean burritos. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why that makes sense to me, but it does. You you put a striped outfit on him, he's about to go steal some hamburgers. Mm. 
Rabble, rabble. Hey, we made full circle. We went to Boondock Saints back around Jeremy. That's that's all connected, right? That's our universe we're living in. I think it's a good time to stop. Uh, make sure you check out our other episode that will drop later this week. We got our No Filter Lions back, and they were fun. Uh, one of them's a little chatty, though. He liked to talk a little bit. We had to mute him a couple times, but uh, we, we we persevered, I think. But they are they fun, and they they have made me want to root for the Lions so bad. You just got to remember, we have limits to our show. Don't bring up the Blaine Gabbert jokes. No, Blaine Gabbert jokes are not not cool. That'll get your ass muted, just so you know. Random quarterbacks, I'm telling you. That's the Twitter th- uh, thread we're going to start. But that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. Uh, everybody, make sure you check out our website, WDKSports.us. You can leave us a voicemail, find any episode of any podcast. You can even go check out our guest registry and, and you know fill out a form if you want to come on the show or track down one of the – Many famous and not so famous guests that we've had over the years, but you know, I think 2024 is going to be a good year for We Don't Know Sports. We got a lot of exciting things going on. I feel like uh, things are going in the right direction, and, and we want to hear from you guys. You this know, we're is- try- trying to pick some fun topics each week to talk about, and you know what, we 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 enjoy talking to people as much as each other. This is our year. It's our year, just like the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's been another episode of the We Don't Know Sports podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back after uh, a couple weeks. We got to take a week off as I'm out of town, but we'll be back uh, first week of February ready to rock and roll. It'll be uh, Super Bowl time then, so maybe we can uh, talk about best Super Bowls ever. I'm sure Biggie's got a couple he'd like to talk about with New England, huh? No, I got about nine. (laughs) You didn't win it. All right, everybody, have a great week, weekend. Enjoy your playoff football. We'll see you next time. Have a good one. Bye-bye.